I'm Frances Robertson Ritchie. Welcome to today's episode of The Explored Life, More Than Yoga. episode I'm really happy to be introducing you to Sally Lyle who was the guide that took me and a group of six other women up Snowdon to the summit and back down again and um, helped us to wild camp overnight on the side of the mountain all really really exciting stuff um, but what I found really fascinating about talking to Sally was how she perceives the work that she does and what she talks about in this episode of the podcast is how she got into this kind of work so guiding people to push themselves to achieve things that they never thought were possible how amazing is that so we talk about how she guides people in the outdoors in nature in a variety of different ways not just mountain climbing or climbing but maybe just taking time in nature foraging and benefiting from the many calming effects that nature has one of the really important takeaways that I took from this episode was when Sally talks about how you can actually channel your fear to make you more powerful And that was a really, really great takeaway for me from this conversation. You can get in touch with Sally to find out about um, going on an adventure that will suit you. um, And I'll drop the details for getting in touch with her in the comments for this episode. So let's just talk a little bit about how we met. So obviously it was on the Gutsy Girls trip and um, I have just been raving about it ever since I got back. I just loved it so much. I think it was so well put together and such a wonderful experience. Um, And you were leading the trip. You were guiding us, weren't you? You were guiding us. um, There was a group of six of us and you were guiding us up Snowdon. But what I just, what I found... um, really great was the fact that you took us sort of off the the regular tracks didn't you really and I think you brought a level of um adventure to it that you know you wouldn't you would not get if you did it on your own would you you just wouldn't be able to sort of do that kind of thing safely I don't think well I guess we it depends who you are yeah, if you've never done it before let's pretend you know most people who haven't sort of done that kind of thing before yeah, if you're going, you don't know what you don't know, do you? So if you're going to do it sensibly, that you don't want to fall off a mountain. That is a bad plan. So you're going to make sure that you stay within your comfort zone and because you don't know what your limits are. So your comfort zones are going up this main track and getting there and making sure it's good weather and then maybe going down one of the other main tracks and that would be fine. But what we what we did is we went, you did some of it. We did some prep. We did. Uh, we met up. We met up in a field. And you fired twenty thousand questions at me, uh, and so go, yes, okay, yeah, all right, we're ready. And we looked. Uh, we 
we got the opportunity to take you completely out of your comfort zone, going up um, a section where there's scrambling, there is some, you do actually have to do this right, or we'll get caught out, we'll get either benighted or we'll get lost, or you get into scrambling. So it's make make sure we, we're on the right path, we're pacing ourselves, you have to eat properly, you have to drink properly, and you have to know your equipment. And we were in a particularly challenging situation that it was gusting, well, it was forecast to be gusting 30, 40 miles an hour, but it was actually gusting more than that. Uh, and wow. so um, so us managing that. So, yeah, we, we, we went up the, the back way and we um, got to the summit and he- headed down and camped, wild camped in a coom hiding from the wind. Yes, yeah, so we were camping in a coom. That's what it's called, isn't it? What is a coom again? So uh, a coom is a Welsh word for it's a geological feature. So it's where it's sort of uh, I don't know in uh, GCSE geology uh, geography you probably you call it a corrie in English sort of term, um, which is a Scottish word. So the Welsh word is coom. So it's basically where a glacier built up on the side of a mountain, and then as the as the ice got got heavier and heavier and heavier it started sliding down the mountain and plucking bits of the mountain out from the back and it ends up with this sort of rounded shape so that means that basically it is hidden it's sort of it's got walls at the back and two sides which means when it's guesting okay realistically for us that 60 miles an hour then <laughs> we can hide right at the back of it in a divot and the tents won't break <laughs> yes. yeah. Uh, yeah it's also magical and it was facing um it, it was facing west so you've got that amazing sunset as well it so. really was magical the sunset was magical and um the fact that it was so um in the middle of nowhere and no one around and um and then waking up in the morning and, and seeing the lakes as well properly and that lovely river that we were by and yeah so it's pretty spectacular to be on snowden on a saturday and not see anybody so yeah it is just you don't yeah you don't you there's amazing things you can show people if you understand how to how to use the outdoors how to i don't know how to embrace the outdoors so I'm really um, interested to talk a bit about how you got into doing what you do, like because and, and what what do you do? So you guide people around Snowden, but tell us a bit more about that. What what do you do? So specifically, sort of for the reasons that you said, for Snowden is the one that people know, and for that reason, it's a wonderful mountain to use because. People can, it's sort of, it's got a place in people's heads. But I very, very rarely actually do much on Snowden because there are so many other places and it's in, it's just magic. And if you can get away and you really, so I'm a, I'm a mountaineering instructor, mountaineering and climbing instructor. 
And what that means is I'm qualified that in summer conditions, I can meet people, whoever they are, I can find out what they need, what they want, where they want to go. And I'm allowed, I've, I have been peer, with, peer assessed that I have the judgment and capability to go, right, we're going to go and do this thing anywhere I want kind of and I've got the ability to look after people in in that setting so sometimes I use Snowden so it sort of ranges from depends what people need uh, or what they want or where where they're at in their journey of outdoor skills Mm -hmm. so we might go on a lowland coastal walk and we might do some okay I just want to make you excited about what nature is and so I'll show you some wildflowers and some things you can eat and some medical things. Or I might be teaching technical rock climbing skills. So this is how to keep yourself safe while you're rock climbing. Or I might be teaching new outdoor instructors. This is how you keep other people safe. So anything along that range. And really people go, but what do you like teaching? And it's, I really don't mind. It's, it's much more that I want to make people more aware of what they can do. So mm-hmm. sort of how, how competent they can be and capable of way more than they think they are. So it doesn't really, so that's what I do. Um, yeah, that's actually exactly how I came away from that weekend thinking oh my god I'm so much stronger I was like I'm so much stronger than I thought I was you know like I couldn't believe I carried that pack I'm not going to carry a pack up the mountain are they crazy (laughs) yeah and I was like came back and I was like yeah (laughs) that was awesome I did it and I loved it that was the best bit of that weekend for me when I when we were we got a bus the bus back over the over the pass over Penna Pass, and um, I was pointing out Craig Goch for you, and we were going, that's this great one scramble that's really well known, and yeah, it's really intense and sustained and continuous, and it's got really big exposure in this on this sort of knife edge ridge style, and and it was like, okay, and you said, oh, okay, we can, we can do that, I could do that. And then I was like, okay, just not yet. And and it was then, but it was the, that you knew that you can do it in at some point in the future, but you hadn't, that you, I didn't suggest it. You just went at some point in the future, I could do that if I wanted to. And that was just amazing. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah it was wonderful that's why I do this <laughs> oh that's so cool that is so cool and that's um I think so that kind of takes me back to uh, and I love that story you told of how you got into it yourself mm-hmm. so you you were saying well tell you know tell tell us again like because you've already <laughs> told me I won't say it so I was eight or nine years old and I went on a residential school trip to the west coast of Scotland. And I was there for seven days and there were no adults allowed, only instructors and children. That's all that were allowed there. 
So went there and I tried these this rock climbing and I tried abseiling and kayaking. But at the end of the week, we did an overnight camp on our own. So we'd been taught, we'd had a day of first aid and we'd had a day of foraging food and making fires. And we were then going to go camping overnight on our own, theoretically. That sounds so, so cool. <laughs> I know, amazing, wonderful. And, uh, and I mean, now I look at it and I know the people who run it. And uh, so I, I can see how so well managed and so closely supervised the children are. Yeah. without them realizing uh-huh yeah but I came away from it just with this un- this deep resounding belief that I could do anything and that I wanted everybody that I could to feel like that and so that's why I wanted to be an outdoor instructor and so that was a while ago now (laughs) yeah yeah and that's kind of brought you to this journey that you're now and into this business that you you've just set up right Mm. yeah yes so So tell us about your business so the business is um well it's it's got a lot of avenues and a lot of potential it's a fire up pursuits is my business um and it's mainly it's it's waiting to develop where in the directions it wants to go actually so the different avenues um I've got it's really just what I described it's just sort of uh at the moment it's bespoke courses for um individuals that I uh, that I know clients that I've got in touch word of mouth generally is how people find me and just people getting in touch and saying I'd like to know I'd like to learn how to scramble and me setting it up for them and taking them out in the mountains but I'd like it to develop into more than that and with uh, with lots of other things and there's such a community in North Wales to be able to take people here and to be able to hopefully provide accommodation in the woods so people can come immerse themselves in what is pure pure outdoor nature that's sort of scientifically backed up to calm you down yeah uh, so to come out here and experience that and connect and then to take them and wherever they need to go or to for me to know this network of wonderful outdoor instructors that are in it for the same reason as me to connect different people with the right person for them yeah to then get that experience of oh actually I'm I'm capable I or I've got what I need for them to then get a sort of a perspective on life. Yeah. Priorities resettled, calm down to then go in the whatever direction that they were going in, or just to take that little slice back with them. Is the idea. 
It sounds awesome. It sounds like such a good idea. And I think that was one of the things I was going to touch on is this idea of how these outdoor activities, uh, well, and just being outdoors more and being immersed in nature is so good for our mental health and well-being. So if you you putting that together with um, activities where people are discovering they are their potential, their unlimited potential is such an amazing combination, I think. And it sounds amazing. I'll definitely be coming for sure. <laughs> and so I'll drop a link to your business in the comments for this podcast so people can get in touch with you if they are interested in exploring adventure and getting outdoors and nature um, because uh, it's something that we all need more of in this kind of society that we're living in, isn't it? That's it. I mean, uh, the, the big picture is, is a, a couple of years, two, three, four, depends how big the big picture is, uh, a few years down the line of, because it's got to have the right location to then build the forest and the environmental and the eco to then create that space that is so worthwhile. And then for me to bring other people in, like I I see I see it as sort of like an like like I was saying, I don't mind if I'm taking people for a walk around the lake or if I'm teaching super technical uh, high altitude mountaineering skills, whatever yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. It doesn't really it's sort of in it for the same reason. There's things, so many things that can benefit our mental health that I don't, I'm, I'm not the right person to, to, to deal with. So I want people, when I get the hang of this, so right now, thank you so much for putting a connection to my business. That will be amazing. And I absolutely can connect with outdoor pursuits, and that is my field I'll be the right person. And if I'm not the right person, I'll find the right person for to, to work with people. Yeah. The um, Being in, in the woodlands and things is a couple of years down the line to do it properly. Yeah. And then I, I just know so many people that can do other things like learning how to, learning how to build things, make things with your hands. So workshops there, learning, uh, so yoga and all of these other things that it will, it just wants to be the community that it can be. So watch this space. Thank you for the connection, but yeah. don't be disappointed that you can't see the finished product yet. Right, yeah. A- no, it's a, it's a vision, a vision to come. It sounds amazing. It sounds so cool. Yeah, it's just a lot of uh, logistical, uh, legal hoops to jump through at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Um, so we'll just start to wrap up. Thank you so much for your time. I wanted to ask you a little bit about, um, just talk a little bit about the, coming back to sort of the idea of fear again mm-hmm. and the article that you wrote, which was so interesting. and. Um, I just thought it was really interesting to touch on some of the stuff that you mentioned in that, like about how, um, first of all, what's going on in the body when you are in a fearful and stressful situation, because obviously you're coming into contact with situations that are physically, um, 
you know, stressful. You, you know, you're in a physical situation, like, because you climb up scale mountains, don't you? And you actually climb up. Um, and even you sleep on the side of those mountains. <laughs> is that right? You know, tell me, because is, um, so where you, I've, you people have, might have seen, you get those, what are they called? They're called portal edges. Porter ledges. Can you even imagine? Ledges. <laughs> and you're, so you're like sleeping how high up? Uh, it might be hundreds, hundreds, uh, hundred meters. Yeah, yeah a lot. <laughs> so you you have obviously managed to overcome fear to a certain extent. Mm. And I think that's my question. Yeah, that's my question. So how, what have you done to to get to where you are and able to do the things that you do? To say that I've overcome fear would mean that I'm not scared anymore. I'm, I am scared, and, but, I, uh, but I just, when you get to know it, you get to understand and embrace the process and see where you can enjoy it, enjoy the process of being scared, managing it, getting the benefits of what's happening in your body when you do get scared, when you are afraid and working through it. And it also, I mean, the wonderful thing about um, about the outdoors and the rock climbing and things that I do is the risks are really obvious. <laughs> so you can you can go, right, this is the risk. And it's very serious because if I don't do this, then I might, I might cop it really so it's sort of this is a serious risk this is the consequence this is the likelihood this is how I'm going to get around it and then you can take that and now you understand that process you can take that and when you feel the same universal emotion of being afraid because okay I'm about to speak to you about uh, in this podcast I'm like oh Okay, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? And exactly, and how can I, how can I go around this? How can I manage this? And that's yeah, yeah, totally. So, what would be your tips? How, um, how, how do you manage it? Understanding um, physiologically, understanding what's going on in the body is helpful. So, I found that. Um, so super brief uh super brief summary of chemical very very basic chemically what's happening in your body is um throughout your life you have you or you've trained your brain or someone has trained your brain to identify dangerous stimuli dangerous things that could harm you and the quicker you respond to these dangerous things, the more likely you are to survive them. So it's so straightforward. When something scary happens, like um, in mountaineering, like your foot slips, then an instant, uh, instant reaction happens. So the thalamus in your brain recognizes something scary is happening, sends two signals, one to the amygdala, and one to your prefrontal cortex. Your amygdala in your in your brain reacts almost instantaneously, sending out or starting the process of sending out 
stress hormones that will change things physiologically in your body, which will mean that you're more likely to survive. Mm-hmm. Your prefrontal cortex is the thinking part of your brain, which takes a few more seconds to go, uh, what's just happened? And for you, you then have the ability, if you know that this is the process, to spend those couple of seconds going, managing how you are going to react to that and going, no, no, false alarm, everything's under control. You don't have to send all those stress hormones out so that the physiological response isn't overwhelming. Ah, yeah, yeah. it can do the opposite and go, no, 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 it's all awful. The world is ending. And it will send a further stimulus to go, pump out more. So that in itself is a really good process. Yeah, yes. But then going, there is a good reason to getting all these hormones. So um, the adrenaline and cortisol can give you access to extra power it gives you if you harness it correctly you've got all it changes your the input for your auditory and your verbal or or, sorry auditory and visual sensors so you can focus better uh and uh yeah it couldn't be really fantastic so you can use it basically to your advantage use it and if you know that that's what is happening I'm shaky because there's some my metabolism's changed slightly I've got more power I've got this ability I can breathe this in I can focus on what I'm doing on I can get into this flow state of giving my talk beautifully I have got I've got the ability, if I practice this, that nothing is going to distract me. I'm not even going to hear it. I'm not going to register it. And so that's amazing that yeah. you know that there's a benefit to getting scared, that you know that there's this useful side of the hormones. And then also with the cortisol and oxytocin, there's an effect on your memory and your ability to learn. And so that's kind of why outdoor pursuits is really a really useful tool but also it why if you could just stick that in other other areas make people slightly uncomfortable push them into their stretch zone then they're going to learn better and they're going to remember better Mm -hmm. but knowing that if you push them too far then it's got links to flashbulb um memories post-traumatic stress that's why those that level of that hormone so educating yourself and other people is amazing um so those benefits there's then there's also got this two more benefits oh it's just one the oxytocin has also got this connection with other people it's sort of the love hormone, uh, which is released when you get scared. So you get these incredibly tight relationships in climbing partnerships and people you do scary things with. Because if you, the idea is 
if you are going to survive something that's dangerous, then it, you're more likely to survive it if you're with other people. Yeah. Working together. So you get this these feelings of closeness, this trust, and this bond with other people, which is wonderful. Um, and really, everyone can do with more of that. Absolutely. Yeah, that must be why people they um they send like team building exercises to sort of um do adventure stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's um why there's a, a tradition of uh, taking your date to a scary movie. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you biologically and trick yourself into liking each other. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's really great. Thank you so much, Sally. I really like, um, I think for me, the takeaway there, biggest takeaway amongst all that amazing information is that idea that you can actually, those things that you potentially see as negatives, like the shaking, the changes physiologically, if you just rethink it and think, actually, no, I I can channel that Mm -hmm. rather rather than it sort of taking you down one route where it's like you're getting more fearful and it's kind of stopping you from doing what you want to do you can actually challenge and channel it um to power you into what you want to do more effectively and more successfully absolutely and i think then the the other thing is is just being able to risk assess it just go okay i'm scared but why am I scared? Yeah. It might be because if you do this next thing, the world will end. You'll get hit by a car or something. You're like, okay, yeah, I should be scared of that. Yeah. It might be, okay, I'm scared of that, but nothing bad is actually going to happen. And so actually going, what is the consequences? And then being really if you can this is what works for me is like starting a business way more scary for me than than going planning but going and writing it down okay what am I scared of (laughs) okay what's what's going to happen if it goes wrong and why being realistic of what the size of the challenge is and what the size of your your actual ability is and so you go okay that challenge is this size I am up for it even if I don't feel for it or I'm up for it in this region and that's where like coming in being really the more you can write stuff down the more you can use smart goals the more you can record the better and then go oh okay so I'm really capable at this area actually this area that's really hard. I'm not there yet. I'm going, making sure to add that word yet at the end. Yes, yeah. And, and working out, okay, to be equal to this challenge, my ability needs to be this. And then so you've got the risk and is it dangerous? Okay. And then the challenge versus ability. Yeah. And the being honest being honest and it's great you just and then embrace enjoy the process of the uh okay I'm scared why yeah 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 yeah. that is so awesome thank you so much for your time today Sally you're very very welcome lovely to chat with you 
And um, yeah, look forward to um, to the next adventure. And anyone else who's up for some adventure can get in touch with you. And like you said, either you'll be able to help them or you'll be able to signpost them to someone who can. Absolutely. Whatever they want to do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're going to sign off there. Thank you so much and I'll see you again soon. Thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget that you can subscribe to listen to more episodes. You can leave a review if you've enjoyed today's episode and you can share with your friends. And I'd really appreciate that. Look forward to seeing you next week. And if you need a few moments out for yourself, I've left a free guided relaxation recording in the notes for this podcast. Take care, guys. See you next time.